This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 352, What to Do About the World's Suffering, part two, by David Kane of raptitude.com, and I'm your host and personal narrator, Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday. Many of you might be feeling sad that the weekend is already over, but try to enjoy the moment and be thankful for the time you have. That's what I'm trying to do. By the way, if you're new here, I'm your personal narrator because I simply read to you from the best personal development and minimalism blogs I can find and get permission from. It's all free, and if you listen daily with me, it's a great way to build a habit towards a more meaningful life. And today's episode is a continuation from yesterday. I'd like to break up the longer posts for you so you don't have to consume too much every day. So if you didn't hear yesterday's episode, I'd highly recommend listening to that first. Otherwise, this episode will be pretty strange. And with that, let's hear part two of the post as we optimize your life. What to do about the world's suffering, part two by David Kane of raptitude.com. Action comes second. So what can you do about the world's suffering? Before anything else, be wary of sympathy and its spin-off mentalities, despair, anger, hatred, wars on terror, drugs, cruelty, or anything else. And instead, practice empathy whenever you can. We all know that action is the only thing that can change circumstances, such to relieve suffering or prevent future suffering, but we are way more effective at creating change when we're conscious. Sympathy is an unconscious response to the suffering of others. Empathy is a conscious response. Until we've truly grasped the reality of the suffering, no action can be taken, only reaction. Action must be the second step. Acceptance is the first. Sympathy at its heart is a turning away from suffering. It's an impulsive way of losing oneself in thought and emotion, averting one's eyes mentally, so to speak, from the reality of somebody's plight. Thoughts about relief, revenge, and justice are attempts, well-meaning maybe, but ineffective, to deny the sufferer the experience they are actually having. We wish we could fix it, and over time perhaps we can, but we hate that we cannot relieve it in the present moment, so we tend to escape into fantasies about relief or restitution. When you allow yourself to hate someone else's suffering, you suffer, and now you've made yourself a victim too. Many people are completely unwilling to accept suffering, even for a moment. Empathy requires a real-time, unconditional acceptance of suffering. Not an endorsement of it, not a resignation to it, only the sober recognition that it does happen and it is happening. Only from this point of acceptance can anyone respond to suffering with wisdom and compassion. Anger and wishing are dead giveaways that you have not yet accepted it. Anytime you witness suffering, you have a chance to practice empathy. Remember, suffering isn't always something dire. A job interviewee squirming under tough questions is suffering. A bride worrying it will rain is suffering. A teammate hoping your team can tie the score in the remaining four minutes is suffering. Your friend discovering that his DVR didn't record the right show is suffering. And all are opportunities to practice empathy. When you take those chances to appreciate the suffering of someone else, you may notice it feels completely different than the normal sympathetic reaction of getting upset or consoling you may discover at that point that those reactions are self-important ones because they ignore the other person's suffering in favor of your own parallel distress. In empathy, you can't help but feel for them, but you don't let your reactions obscure the reality of their suffering. You can't know suffering from a distance. Much of the suffering that distresses us is suffering we aren't really there to see. We know, for example, that behind walls and over horizons, food companies are testing toxins on animals Children are dying of malnutrition and women are being abused. Here too, it is tempting to fall into despair or resentment and neither is helpful. 
Coming to terms with distant suffering can be hard because it's only an abstraction until we actually see it unfolding in front of us, and many of us never will. Perhaps if we were present, for example, at a typical day in a factory slaughterhouse or a homeless shelter, we'd be able to be more conscious in our responses to the suffering we associate with them. Until we do, we can only react to our thoughts about far-off suffering, and that gets us nowhere. We cannot accept suffering until we really have a chance to know it, and that's what empathy is, a conscious act of getting to know another suffering the best you are able. This is where sympathy interferes. Turn toward suffering when you notice it. Look for it in their eyes and posture. If there is some action to be taken, you'll know it intuitively. But often the most helpful thing to do at that stage is to stay aware of the suffering and simply be there for the sufferer. If you've ever had a rough time and someone was trying to comfort you, you may have noticed that you didn't really want them to try and fix it by explaining it away, giving you advice, or telling you that things will get better. To simply know that somebody is willing to appreciate your suffering, not to indulge in it themselves, that is a rare gift. Can you stay aware while someone is suffering beside you, whether it's a friend's tantrum about a bad customer service experience or the death of a family member without becoming resentful, wishful, or angry? Here's a hint. If you are talking, either out loud or in your mind, in that moment, you are not being receptive. You may understand that they are suffering, but you're not really seeing it. You probably noticed I didn't tell you what to do about starving children in Africa or flood-ravaged villages in Pakistan. I don't know what you should do. But I do know that if you're stuck on suffering over their suffering, you won't either. You just listened to part two of the post titled What to Do About the World's Suffering by David Kane of Raptitude.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com slash old. And I think that does it for today. I usually mention something here like my site or mailing list or whatever, but I'm gonna give you a nice break from that today. So I'll just say thank you so much for listening. It means a lot and have a great rest of your weekend. I'll be back tomorrow, most likely for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. We'll be right back.